Acts of the Apostles 12-1-11. About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands upon some who belonged to the church. He killed James the brother of John with the sword, and when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. The very night when Herod was about to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison, and behold, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell, and he struck Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Wrap your mantle around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him, he did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened to them of its own accord, and they went out and passed on through one street, and immediately the angel left him. And Peter came to himself, and said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Dash, dash, dash. It is when we read a story like this that we should realize just how different life is for the Christian today than it was for the Christian in the first century. While there are places in the world where a Christian can face the same sort of persecution that Peter and James faced, in general, the Christian today faces mere inconveniences or unkind words. The opposition that most Christians will face at our time in history will for the most part come from the culture at large but occasionally from those in authority. The Apostle James was literally killed for his faith, while Peter was arrested and incarcerated. It may have been the case that Peter was slated for execution had he remained in prison but the miraculous intervention that took place that evening prevents us from knowing for certain. Peter's initial response was that of either a dream or a vision. It was not until he was in the street alone that he understood what was actually taking place. His initial response and then his change of mind brings up some interesting questions. Having experienced firsthand the miraculous works of Jesus, to see something miraculous himself from the hand of God should not have been a surprise but the fact that his first response was that of thinking it was a vision shows that his default thought was not a belief in the miraculous but a vision. This is a great example of hindsight as 2020, as he looked back upon what had just taken place in his current state of freedom. The transition from being a disciple who experienced Jesus' miracles to being an apostle who apparently did not think that such miracles would continue was clearly a surprise to him. Peter obviously knew that miracles were real but he seemingly did not expect them to take place for himself. Looking back upon the way that the book of Acts is a retelling of Jesus' ministry to the Jews, as the Apostles' ministry to the Gentiles, we are not surprised at all to see miracles in and among the Apostles' ministry. There are Christians today who insist that miracles like this and miracles of healing should be expected in our day and there are those who claim that the time of miracles has passed and is a thing of the past. But the answer to this question lies in understanding the context of Old Covenant and New Covenant. From the moment of Adam and Eve sin up to the moment just before Jesus' resurrection, mankind lived in the Old Covenant. As Paul says in Hebrews, the Old Covenant has been fulfilled and is becoming obsolete. Rather than seeing the change from the Old Covenant to the New Covenant as a hard-line change, it was a time of transition, or as Paul says, a time of it becoming obsolete. This period of time from the resurrection up to the destruction of Judaism Jerusalem at the hand of the Roman army was a time of slow transition, an unusual overlap, if you will. In the not quite 40 years that passed between these two events, the apostles were preaching the gospel around the known world, establishing churches, and raising up the next generation of Christians. As the world came to know and understand the manner of life in the new covenant, that reality became the new normal and within less than a generation, 
all vestiges of the Old Covenant cease to exist or to impact. During the Old Covenant time, God used angels to communicate with man and to influence the world of man until the arrival of the Messiah. As the world slowly transitioned out of the Old Covenant, one sees less and less angelic intervention until the authority of Jesus Christ and the Spirit-filled Church begins to take dominion over the world. This example of an angel helping and directing Peter out of his imprisonment is one of the last instances of angelic intervention. From AD 70 and forward, the Church is becoming the dominant force in the world and still is to this day. The continual spread of the Gospel and the normalization of Christianity is having a direct impact on the quality of life, not just for Christians but for the entire world. This is known as the fulfilling of the Dominion Mandate. When God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, He gave them the command to take dominion over the world. It was their job to slowly convert the world into a comprehensive garden. Had they not sinned, the Garden of Eden would have continued to develop and grow, making the entire world a beautiful, organized, and civil place for all creation. This would have slowly transitioned into communities, villages, and cities that, even though not strictly a garden, would have been garden-like as everything would have been beautified and organized to the glory of God. Without the negative impact of sin, the world would have continued to be perfect but continued also to mature. This is the transition that began to take place as the Apostles continued the work that Jesus did among the Jews, among the rest of the world. Most Christians of today are experiencing the fruit of centuries of oppression from the enemies of the Church. The freedom we have as the Church is because of the faithfulness and hard work of the millions of Christians that lived and struggled in our past. The sliver of trouble that experienced today is nothing compared to the torture and death that has been experienced by the saints of the past.